hello and welcome to CHGO Red Stars. Presented by PointsBet, use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Hey everybody, I'm Sandra Herrera. Here today with my friend, homie, and colleague, Claire Watkins, aka Scam Originator. Here to chat with Chicago Red Stars. Yes, indeed. Chicago Red Stars. It's, uh, uh, it's been quite the week. It for sure has. Chicago Red Stars. Uh, I don't know if, if you've heard, but the Chicago Red Stars are undefeated in their last nine games. And I'm trying to preach this gospel, quite frankly, everywhere I go. Because uh, I just don't think people are chatting about it enough. Well, okay, let, maybe this is a good place to start because, you know, we were we were just chatting before we hopped on air just about, you know, it's it's been a long couple of weeks for, for us. Um, this is the real dog. This is the dog days of, of soccer coverage, oh, which yeah. which happens every couple of years, um, which is where you're covering international soccer and NWSL at the same time. Now, that's relatively unique because no other league really does this, where we're trying to stay on top of league stuff while all these other games are being played. So maybe, can I ask you, Sandra, Please. how much, and like, be, be honest, how much bandwidth, because you're, you're doing big coverage for, for CBS for both. You guys are the rights holders for CONCACAF and for NWSL. Has it felt like a struggle to like keep up with league stuff? Big league stuff this week, yeah. right? Like, yeah, we to got, an extent, this week yeah. in particular, yeah. because, and we'll chat a little bit about that, because this, this also affects the Red Stars, but I mean, the league has been pushing out a yeah, lot of news. important information. Yeah, kind of like they've been on a break, but they haven't been on a break. So it's like, this is break stuff, guys. Yeah. We're doing break stuff. You're supposed to be breaking. Yeah. And you're not breaking at all. Yeah. <laughs> breaking two electric boogaloo is not. That's right. They're breaking news, but. You know, I'm like, come on now. Yeah. So, I mean, I am. Um, yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, it's it's a lot of soccer. Does it feel like overwhelming? I don't know if I would say it would be like overwhelming, but sometimes there are days where the bandwidth feels like it's short circuiting yeah. for sure. Sure. Um, but there's also this other side of the energy around all this, which is like just I I wish it just happened so far and few in between. It's like we have a real summer of soccer mm-hmm. going on right now. It's true. And not only do we have a real summer of soccer going on right now, like you and I we done grown up a little bit. Right. And you and I are like covering all of it yeah. in, in various spaces. So it's like there's this this yeah, there's this like short circuit at times. It's like at that end of the night where you're just like staring at the ceiling, like, wow, I just watched you know, twelve hours of soccer. Right. And this is like we're we're talking as media, but I have to think it feels similarly for fans. Oh my right? god, it's so like, much. Yeah. Like we yesterday there were eight games, right? Across four continents. Is that correct? Yes. There were the two Euros games, the two Copa America games, the two uh, WAFCON games, and the two CONCACAF games. Yeah. That's eight okay. international games across the world. That's a lot. Yeah. And I find myself being like, oh, did I watch enough, uh, you know, women's AFCON? Did I watch enough, right. like, Copa America Femenina? You right. Know, did I watch enough? Like, there's also, like, that part of my brain, too, where I'm just like, I am, I want to show everybody love. Right. And, yeah. like, right. be able to talk and, like, and talk about it and, and you know, experience all of it. Yeah. So there's also that for me as well. But uh, I tell you what, I am keeping a real close on an NWSL. Yeah. I, Chicago Red Stars. I agree. Well, yeah, in Chicago <laughs> as much as anything. I mean, it was kind of a funny weekend if we want to start getting into the 
the nuts and bolts of, of last match weekend. We both went. Um, we went to the game. Um, Points-wise, it was a little bit of a weird weekend across the board, which is the standings didn't really change that much. Um, yeah. It's great that Chicago saved the point in watching the game before kind of that furious comeback, which we'll talk about. I did have the thought where I was like, if you have to drop one, not a terrible one it's to drop. Fine. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot of motion up and down the table, even though, you know, like San Diego lost and Chicago tied and Portland tied and the rain tied, like just not quite enough to change things um, in terms of the order. I mean, obviously, and we'll get to this, not a great weekend for Houston and not a great weekend for Washington, but um, yeah, it, it felt a little bit surreal maybe is, is what I, what I'm saying. It's like, Oh, we've got all this other stuff going on. And then here right in front of me, yeah. we've got this whole other thing going on. No, that was the energy. I love, uh, I mean, <laughs> we, we, we are like each other's, like, uh, I wouldn't say life coaches, but we absolutely are like, have tapped in to another, like, need the pep talk. Right yeah. Now. Oh yeah, for sure. And there was like absolutely a moment ahead of like North Carolina Courage. Yeah. We were just like, all right, let's do this. And we're like, let's, we're, we're going together. We're going to go do it. We're, yep. Let's do this. Yep. We're going to be there and we're going to go cover and support Chicago Red Stars. And yeah, I'm with you. Like watching it kind of unfold in front of us. It almost like matched the energy. It was like, you know what? This makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they've had a really, they've done a really good job of playing soccer and yeah. picking up results. And if uh, today is an L, like quite frankly, that's fine. Hey, but it wasn't. But it wasn't It an wasn't L. an L. It wasn't an L. So I think that this was a really important game actually for Chicago's season. I'm going back on what I said about, well, no, I'm not going back on what I said about the results, but in terms of the hey. game itself. Change your mind. It's okay. No, I, I mean, if they had lost, I think it, it makes a difference that they, that they tied it. Yeah, let, let's get in. We can get into the 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 plot here um the race the xg race plot so shout out to ariel, shout out to ariel you're the goat um and i think what what we see here is a game that was mostly played in between the boxes right it was a pretty um physical matchup it was very intense north carolina came out looking in energy like we're used to seeing them um, but as you can see, there were these long stretches where not a lot was happening. You look at like the beginning or the, the end of the first half, beginning of the second half, despite that one very good North Carolina chance that ended up in their second goal. But um, and then from there, North Carolina kind of flatlines. So th these were teams that are obviously kind of in international mode, not at the highest of their powers, not with the most of their faculties as a team. But um, I haven't seen, at least in person, anything with quite the intensity that North Carolina came out with in this game. And it gave Chicago a lot of trouble early oh, yeah. on. And so the fact that they were kind of able to work through that, I do think is really significant. And obviously they're happy to get out with a point, but I'm sure they're actually happy that they kind of got, you know, decked in the yeah. first half and, and came back out and were like, no, we're not, we're not going to take that. Yeah, you know? Nah, yeah. They got yeah. kind of snuffed in the forehead. Like, yeah. And it said psych and right. like kind of smacked them and then like went, went off running. I mean, you know, we again, we were chatting about this all through, through the game, and I'd love to bring this in front for the listeners, but that, that was kind of the energy. I mean, we were watching two teams hitting a certain point of the season, and you've got the Red Stars who have been pretty much in the conversation of the upper half of the table, and you've got a North Carolina Courage team that have just – struggled yeah. to get anything going well, in struggled the regular to play season. games good yeah. lord after their after their challenge cup win uh they just have not been able to to put together you know a strong showing right in 
in the regular season. Yeah, they've they've had some games postponed. Uh, they've had to deal with uh, several bouts of COVID, apparently. Well, yeah, um, I don't think them this time, but yes, they've had two games postponed for for. They've COVID had reasons, a lot. They've yeah. had a lot of thing, many yeah. thing happening to the team. So like that was the energy like that we were talking about in the press. Like we felt like we were witnessing. It's like oh okay, it's like they're in desperation mode right now right while some teams are looking at the second half like okay let's make sure we continue to run this table progress and continue to put out good performances and North Carolina is like we got to get every single point that we can yeah and they also tactically I think had a really good game plan um like you know the the other part of of Ariel's tweets is always the the passing map and and that passing map um the the North Carolina we're used to them you know we always talk about like box midfield and they they progress through the midfield blah 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 they bypass the midfield entirely if you oh, look at their passing map it. it's a circle around the midfield and that um, it kind of negated Chicago's strength in numbers in the box which um, is it, it seemed hugely important we saw the pressure put on Chicago's uh, wing backs, which oh, yeah. I think, you know, Chicago has a reputation earned or not of, of not having the strongest outside back depth, <laughs> but the North, the, the courage really attacked the wingers. They really made the wingers life hard. And so yeah. that was where they were able to regain possession and, and move in transition and just high transition. Like I think the first goal against ultimately began after a, a set piece that Chicago had at the other end of the field and there was yeah, a little bit of a scrum and nothing comes of it and then suddenly the ball's at the other end of the field and Chicago's in this transition, just total defensive breakdown. Um, and so with the knowledge that they got a point out of it, you can look at that and be like, this will happen to them again in yeah. this league and it's good that they got this experience now. It's good that yeah that this group in particular yeah. got the experience because we we've been chatting about it uh, in generalities like as we're covering so much soccer during this month, uh, but the Red Stars aren't the only team that find themselves in this position where it's like hey we're missing a lot of key people. players we're missing yeah. a lot of people like so a lot of teams are finding themselves like this these are this is the roster that we're working with and this is who's going to go out and execute the, the game plan so I'm with you in that. It was a really important game, ultimately, for this team to go through an experience, but in particular, this personnel, like, on the pitch. Like, even, yeah. like, if we just throw it back even a little bit more, if we're just talking about, like, the starting 11 that dropped for this team, like, our reaction to that, like, at one point I was like, oh, like, it's straight up, like, wing back by committee yeah. right now. right. In the month of July for the well, Red it Stars. was legitimately unclear looking at the lineup who exactly was playing forward or who was playing the wide midfield and who was playing those wing back roles um, because these are all players that have done both or can do both mm-hmm. and um, yeah they're still really kind of figuring it out um, <laughs> they're gonna continue to do that yeah, yeah and and again it's like I've had this conversation actually with a couple different players um I spoke to Ava Cook about this actually in in a preview for for this weekend's game and this was something that Amanda Kowalski also brought up after this game which is just the the speed of play and the physicality of play moving from college to to NWSL is huge and then you have like rest of NWSL and then you have the North Carolina courage and so I think that 
this was truly something that many of them had not experienced before, or even in the case of Sarah Lubert, had not experienced in a long time. Or actually, I'm not sure Sarah Lubert really experienced. I mean, they played North Carolina once in the Challenge Cup in 2020. Um, she got most of her playing time in the fall series. That was not yeah. – North Carolina was not involved in that for, for Chicago. So, um, it, yeah, I think this was the first time a number of those players saw this particular thing, and um, and they did struggle with it. I mean, they had they had some trouble. Not that they didn't – get forward or couldn't connect plays or anything like that but they were getting dispossessed a lot they were getting pushed off the ball a lot they're hitting the deck a lot um it was it was just kind of tough tough to watch and so then when you get to like halftime and you're only down one nil which is actually very good yeah all things um you think to yourself okay what is this game right now is this a game that north carolina like firmly has in hand and chicago's just keeping it close or is this a game where Chicago can actually reassert themselves and come back? Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> again. It was. I don't think it was the first half that the team anticipated or maybe expected it to go. You're preparing for a courage team that you know they're going to be without Davinia. They're going to be without you know Carolina. Like these are things that we talked about in the preview. Mm-hmm. But in in that same preview, we were like, uh, we're going to be paying attention to Abby Ursaig. Mm-hmm. We hope she doesn't have a good game. Like, she Carson had a great Pickett, game. Like, that back line. And that was the energy for me watching this Carolina team. They were the, the North Carolina Courage sort of defensive line yeah. was really carrying that yeah, uh, that team through through the first half. It was not a moment. I think if you're watching that. Well, Carson Pickett got the opening goal. Yeah, you know? she did. I think, I think if you're watching that first half, Claire, you don't. Maybe you don't make a bet on the Red Stars Ooh, to get a result. And maybe that's transition, baby. Ooh. The best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker, that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and free t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at points. Bet. Download the Points Bet app right now and use promo code CHGO. What are you waiting for? Get out there. Get your live bet on. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants to help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Got to read it quickly. Yep. That's how you do it. Protect your mental. Second half. Second half goes, goes much better actually. Goes we we were yeah. we were chatting. Yeah, we were chatting in the in the press box, and we said a couple things. We said we'd like to see some adjustments. Yes, we'd like to see some immediate. Yeah, subs. I had one name. You threw in out mind. Aaron Wright. I was like, this game desperately <laughs> needs Aaron Wright. <laughs> Aaron Wright. I was get like, her I'd love out to there. see. Yeah. I'd love to see these rookies get out. That was yep. like, give me Cook or give me Griffith. Let me let me see what's going on. Yeah, and uh, we did eventually see their arrival into this game but it came a little bit later like closer yeah, to the yeah that was mark. an unfortunate second goal to give up i will Close, say and yeah, it, closer if, to the again element. when you saw that map that that xg map uh they it was a really good <laughs> chance that they gave up and it was surrounded by some actually pretty good defense from the red stars and yeah. so um yeah, I Being that was unfortunate. Bias, so yeah, and then I was like, oof, that can definitely kind of sap your belief, I think, going into the second half of, of the well, game. Yeah, because I mean you bring you bring in these the substitutions and they're coming closer to the to the hour mark. And we start to see things turn a little bit. You know, Aaron Wright looking good, mm-hmm. doing her thing, uh, the rookies continuing to to run after it. And it was one of these moments where it's like, Okay, well, you know what's really good? It'll be really good. 
if they 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 close out this game like they're gonna they're gonna take the L, but they're gonna close it out with momentum. Yeah, that's really good. And like that's kind of the energy where we were at. I would say it felt like one goal was coming. Like they were gonna yeah. find the breakthrough, right? Yeah, at yes. some point. And but even if for whatever reason it didn't come to pass, it was like okay, what a great learning game experience. of lessons. Yeah, right. <laughs> like yeah. what a great game of lessons for this. And then similarly, as the Chicago Red Stars got slapped in the beginning of this game, they smacked us in the face. With their performance, because all of a sudden, in at the death, quite frankly, uh, we get a couple of goals that make all the difference. Yeah, so, like, Chicago has the momentum in the last half hour of the game. They're, like, I, I do think that Aaron Wright pretty much immediately changed the tenor of the mm-hmm. game. I think that she, again, just sort of imposing things on the outside. I think that um, there was just a certain level of veteran calm to what she brought um where and I found that to be interesting because we're so used I mean Chicago's doing an amazing thing right they're they're in a total rebuild and they're all they also haven't lost in nine games right that's incredible but then you do see a veteran like that make her return and you go oh well that's good too (laughs) you know and and it provides different different looks and I do think that it's really healthy to not have the the young ones have to really sink or swim on their own. I actually kind of love that feeling of like, you guys have done a nice job. We're going to bring uh, a veteran on and see if she can change this game. And I really felt like even though North Carolina, a prob- pretty much upon rights subbing on, they tried to push the, the play away from where she was. But you could already tell just in sort of getting her toe stuck in, giving support um, to Malazzo on the left side, just all of that sort of stuff. And but they but they don't get a goal. Just the touches aren't quite right. It they they do nice stuff. This is another thing about having a young group, finishing, a couple maybe nice looks that fell to a young player that put a little bit too much on it because they're yeah. trying to get you back could, in the you game. You can see that first yeah. year decision making and right. play. Right. It, it, there was again. I'm I'm eager to sort of see, um, what those particular players take out or took away, uh, from this game. Yeah. You know Kowalski. Getting up there at the end for the equalizer, snatching the win. Quite frankly, well, yeah, I mean, courage, chatting with her a little bit post game about it. She kept it real. I really appreciated that. You were like, "Hey, talk us through that goal." And she was like, "I don't know if I can." Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the the goal that that I mean the lap that was a great moment. Obviously, the Kowalski header was a great moment, and she is turning into you know we talk about sort of the physical profiles of the defense and her confidence at the back post. Um, maybe reminds you of a, a different player who used to play for for the Red Stars uh, a long time ago. Now, um, but uh, but I want to talk about the first goal because the first goal was perfect. The first oh, yeah. goal was perfect. So they're having trouble with their touches. The passes aren't quite right. The finishes aren't quite right. the The first goal back is a two player extravaganza. Vanessa Di Bernardo sends the perfect ball in to split the split the North Carolina defense. And then Sarah Griffith, you know, it's kind of funny that it came from a chip because they were having trouble keeping shots low. Like, that was the issue. But she perfectly weights that. I thought for a second it was going wide, and then I was going to be like, oh, my God. But, no, it was perfect. Um, She chips the keeper, you know, and that kind of a thing is, like, it just shows the quality, and it shows that – we've talked about this, about how the team has improved week over week. And so you're like, well, if they can do that – in the first 15 seconds of stoppage time against a North Carolina team that's been playing them really tough this whole game, 
that's going to even improve. That's going to get better. They can they can do that. And so, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the world of, I've said this before, of what Vanessa DiBernardo has done this season, um, and you talk about that, like that's a really good example of a link up between a veteran and a rookie to get the job done. Um, and, and we even saw glimpses of that, and I, I've said this before, but they – the, the quality that the Red Stars have when they're in their passing sequences and, and they're progressing the ball forward, there are moments in every game where I'm like, I haven't seen them do this since 2019, and, and it's really exciting. And so yeah. the fact that that was rewarded with that goal is was good to see. And again, that's where we were like, hooray. Yeah, we're like, if they this got feels to the goal, <laughs> yes. We're like, this feels correct. This feels, this good. feels good. This feels right. Um and then, yeah, I mean, stoppage time goes a little bit long, admittedly. Yeah. Um, it, it was that. a weird, it was weird, and it was hard to tell. I, I wish that I could have, like... Timed it. Or, well, no, I wish that I could remember it better um, in the stadium, because I don't think it felt as long in the stadium as it did on the stream. The stream didn't show everything. Um, there was a really long stoppage in play between... The missed penalty, which I admit was a missed penalty, I do think that North yeah. Carolina the should have. Was, like to touch on it, yeah. in this game was I, I, I questionable. It was, it was, and we've talked about but this watching before. the replay. We were like, oh, that was missed. It was missed, yeah. and and it's like, what can I mean? What can you do? It, it's something that if it had not gone Chicago's way, we would have felt hard done by. I think that North Carolina should feel yeah. hard done by by that. Absolutely. But it was about forty seconds between that missed chance and and the replay, like the the restart. I don't know. Um, also, I am a little bit just like it was the last kick of the game. 99% of the time you don't score on that. And um, I, I, I felt bad for the courage, but this is also indicative of their season. They do turn off sometimes. Um, yeah. And them giving up two goals in the span of, of four minutes is not unheard of for them this yeah. season. So um, it is a little bit just like. Yeah, uh, I think it's just elevated or heightened by the fact that it's like occurring in stoppage time. And right. I mean, it was very exciting. Can't lie to you. Oh, yeah. It was you know. quite the finish. I yeah. think if you're a neutral watching a game like this, yeah. you know, you're like, wow, what a game, what a finish. Um, but that's a point for the Red Stars. It is a point for the Red Stars, yeah. Um, and it was a real whirlwind. Yeah, definitely. Courtney says scam gang. This was some real scam gang See, energy. Courtney, this was 100%. This was absolutely- Scam gang um, and there's thing. like yeah I mean we say that there, there's always a little bit of scam gang in in uh the Chicago Red Stars energy but I think we're seeing that as much as um as ever this season because as you know I think this is something that John said in the chat at the top of the show which is that you know Chicago is is I mean we talked about this last week there of course they're by by nature of, of where they sit in the table they're a shield contender we're halfway through the season and they're in second you know yeah. um like I, well, we started the show. I said we got to talk about the Red Stars, who are undefeated. Yeah, in nine games, I think we're getting to the point where um, we have to be speaking about that quite loudly. Yeah, um, and we will talk about the game that you know they're going to have ahead of them here against Houston. Well, it's but almost we're doing that. We're just like you know they're in second. Yeah, and they're on an incredible run right would now. Would you say? Would you say that um, if you're on a nine-game unbeaten streak, it's probably because you're like pretty consistent and like fueled up. Right. Oh yeah, the energy. Like you can't you can't go nine games unbeaten if you're like hungry, you would think, right? I would agree. I would agree with that. I think that you have to be whatever they're doing with it, whatever they're eating that morning, it's working, and you can be just like them. With Owen. That's right. Which stands for only what you need. 
Uh, Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All of their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten or dairy, easily digestible. Uh, I, you know, protein shakes, I wish I had them during this stretch. You're talking about how, how we could use, could use a little bit of a boost. Um, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's nice to have, nice to have that kind of stuff. I'm sure that they, I mean, we talk about the raising standards in the league. I do think I'm sure they have something like that. Something like Owen, which stands for only what you need. And Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Check it out. I would love reviews. I would love it if anybody wanted to check it out. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Taste. Uh, want to hear from the people. Yeah. If you get Owen and you Whether try it out, filling, think. all that kind of stuff. Because uh, right now I'm living on I'm living on seltzer and coffee. Oh, yeah. And it does not feel good. Yeah. So Love a good saltine yeah. sometimes. <laughs> right now it's yeah. definitely sustaining us. Have that yogurt, you know. Yeah. A good plain. I'm yeah. not even going to lie. It's been pretty plain. Yeah. <laughs> plain yogurts. Rough, rough stuff. Good times, good times. Uh, you know who else is having a real good time right now? Hmm. United States Women's National Team. Yeah. Which feature Alyssa Nair and Mallory Pugh. Uh, the United States yes. going to the World Cup, and they are going to the CONCACAF Championship Final. That's right. Where they will meet up with BSG yep. and Canada. And Canada. Bianca St. George is also going to be participating in the CONCACAF W Championship Final. It's uh, it's what everybody assumed was going to be on paper. Yep. Ultimately, in the end, and here we are. There is a spot on the line in the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris and the 2024 Women's Gold Cup. So, still some things at stake here. And uh, if the U.S. find themselves on the losing side, they have to play the third place winner mm-hmm. of this tournament at a later date for yep. the second available Concacaf Olympic slot. Yeah. So, uh, it's, Job's not done. It's a okay. Next question for you, Sandra. Oh boy. Um, do you, I think it's great? I do think it's great that there are the, the stakes. Like I think that Concacaf did a nice job. When you have a region where you have two teams that are significantly better than the other teams, it's a little bit of like a poke at them to be like, you don't get everything. You yeah. know, you don't get to just have fun in this game. Yeah. Um, do you think that it's a little bit? But it feels a little, like, nasty, right? It's, like, a little bit of a nasty, like, <laughs> you too, one of you has to wait. This is actually a really good question. We are going to talk about this, about about the goalkeeping Thanks, situation with the U.S. Right good now. seg. But um, fair is the wrong word, but it is kind of funny, I think. It is funny. That you have two teams that ultimately, even if they lose this game, are expected to ultimately qualify for the Olympics. One of them has to wait until after the 2023 World Cup, though. Yeah. It's a little bit of a zinger, right? Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. To to wait. I uh so is the question is do I like this? Yeah. Okay. The question is do I like this and I will say parts of it. Yeah. I do like parts of this. Yeah. I do like that there are added stakes yes. in to this game. This championship final yeah. other than just bragging rights, right. which quite frankly I belong to the United States forever. Right. I mean they entered this tournament with several CONCACAF titles. They're eight-time winners. never beaten they're the U.S. in this winners. competition. Yeah. They're back-to-back winners of this tournament. Yeah. Um, so I do like that there are stakes added into it. Yeah. Um, I will miss the Olympic qualifiers where we got to see, you know, a larger, a larger amount of teams yeah. participating. But 
the restructuring of things also introduced is going to be introducing the gold cup right uh as its own sort of entity and for that i am excited and i know we will get the opportunity to still see CONCACAF region like nations be able to participate you know in another competitive fixture so yes I would say in general yes I I do like this I know there's part of my brain that will miss the way it was done but I mean I think change is good and Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to sort of seeing how this all um plays out now we're gonna answer Tom's question yeah we should we're gonna segue to that because Something that's been happening in the, in this tournament, we finally saw Mal Pugh get a goal for the United States women's yep, national team. She great. scored in the semifinal against Costa Rica. Yep. She has been pretty active for this team, starting in a couple games and, and being part of that front line, but hadn't found the breakthrough quite yet and finally got a goal. And Alyssa Nair has started one game during this mm-hmm. CONCACAF tournament. And and Vlekovic has been, has been asked about it, and his coach, he's just like, we got to get – Casey Murphy reps, and we got to get it in a tournament like this. We learned a pretty hard lesson in the Olympics with Alyssa Nair going out. And part of his rationale is to get her some time. So I wonder uh, if we will actually see her in the CONCACAF championship final against Canada. Yeah. A little bit of a rematch of that Olympic game where she went out of. You know, I it's a it's a good question. I I struggle to I struggle with it because I think the answer is that I don't know. Um, the question is like, has Nair ev- lost the number one spot? I guess is the question. And I think there's a number of things at play. Um, one of those things is that Alyssa Nair is 34, and for Andonovsky, part of his job, truly his job, has been yeah. to get the next team ready to go. And some of that, as we've seen with other players, has been putting younger players in despite older players not necessarily doing anything to result in getting dropped, right? Yeah. So if it, I'm like a little bit like if this is the, the switch, I think that's something that you have to accept in the nature of, of what comes next. Yeah. However, I do not think that this necessarily means that. Um, nor do I think probably in this moment that mercy, 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 mercy. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) 12 hours of soccer. Yeah, that's right. That Murphy (laughs) is, is, well, she's certainly not outplaying Nair or actually Kingsbury in the league right now. Um, and, and I thought she looked really nervous against Costa Rica, which surprised me, but that's also maybe the point, which is. If you if you're not going, I mean, and I also don't understand why AD French is not still in, in oh the current God. picture. I don't know, yep. um, but if you are going with like we have this keeper with a lot of experience and a keeper with not a lot of experience at all, like a lot of things with the U.S., it's kind of a made up problem. But yeah, they're giving her a lot of time, and so I do think it'll be really interesting to see who plays Canada. The fact that Murphy played the last two matches makes me think maybe we do see Nair against Canada. Um, But, I I mean, I I think I do get it. And I think that we've seen a lot of that this tournament, which is, is this team not looking perfect and looking a little nervous or a little bit, like, overheated or, or like, they're not always making the same, the right decisions, but... I my take on it is that that is kind of the point and the goal is in a year to have the deepest team in the world. And I think that you have to be okay with what some of those processes are, including Nayer having to sit a couple games. I also think a very important angle to sort of 
put in this is that Alyssa Nair has been here before in Casey Murphy's position. Yeah. Um, right. I think. Yeah. Because we're trying, this is part of trying to do better than that. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, I think Alyssa Nair is the perfect number one goalkeeper mm-hmm. for the United States Women's National Team right now, and that she understands right what it is to be part of this sort of this you know kind of limited, very special group yeah. of goalkeepers, the goalkeeper pool of the United States Women's National Team, which. Um, quite frankly, kind of rotates a lot more than I think any other positional area on the pitch. I mean, we've seen a number of goalkeepers get into camps over the last maybe cycle and a half, Mm -hmm. let's say, um, that have been different, you know, from depending on the month or the cap that we go back and take a look at. So um, I would say that if the World Cup started next month, Alyssa Nair is your number one, is healthy, and it's evident that Casey Murphy is your very close, like, number two, it's like 1.5. It's, I think with goalkeeper evaluation, it's also a, a tough situation because you need to constantly be evaluating and, and pushing the, the players to get better. But if they don't feel like you have faith in them, then that also stunts that. So it yeah. is a complicated thing, and this is also sometimes why we do see teams maybe stick with certain goalkeepers. I'm not saying that that's what's happening here, but – you have to tell a, a keeper that you believe in them, yeah. but you also need to push them towards making fewer mistakes or, or feeling less nervous or anything like that. And so I think that it's a mix. And yeah, I mean, I think we saw Nair over years get called into camp after yep. camp after camp after camp and get no game time. Yeah. And and so I, I would say it's almost a little bit unfair to her to even freak out about this. Because yeah. I don't think she probably is, you know. I re- yeah, I really, yeah. I really don't. I think the energy is completely different than probably what we've seen out of U.S. camps at that position. Yeah. But like, if if we were playing the World Cup final tomorrow, which we're not, a listener. Yeah, hundred percent. I yeah. think I think that's just sort of that's just you could just sort of tell that this is how this coaching staff is operating at right. the moment. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll see what. Like I said, we'll see what happens in in the final. But I think. Uh, I'm not worried about a listener's capabilities to be the number one yep. U.S. Women's National Team goalkeeper, but it's been uh, it's been interesting to see um, yeah. how everything has played out in this tournament. So congratulations to the U.S. Women's National Team. Ooh, Put you a spot in the wait, World Cup. Wait, 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 wait. Are you ready? Are you ready? What? So you might even say <laughs> that what the U.S. Women's National Team is doing is healthy. In what way? Like emotionally, mentally, you know, it's a healthy thing to do to get different players time. And the whole point is that the team is an organism that will be at its peak. It may be not healthy right now. It's like couch to marathon, right? It's like we're in the process of going, getting ready for the long haul. It's a healthy thing to do. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that. It's almost like they're taking the same energy as we do with athletic greens, Athletic Greens. Let's push it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm like, let's push it. Athletic Greens. It's lifestyle-friendly Athletic Greens, whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It is a, oh, well, let's see. Here we go. I'm looking at it. All right. Better for gut health, more energy, optimized immune system. If you don't want to take pills or vitamins and you want a supplement that actually tastes great, Athletic Greens is the way to go. 
This is me looking at my thing. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit or your McBrew pod habit. Uh, it has over 7,000 five-star ratings. It's recommended by professional athletes. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash, and I think this is right. We'll see, CHGO Red Stars. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Red Stars to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Stay fit. Healthy. Stay healthy. That's right. Athletic Greens. Yeah. You know who we're really excited about. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We're trying our best here. We yep. appreciate this. Yeah. Please clap. Wow, A for effort. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, fine. Thank you. We're, we're always like like the U.S. Women's National Team, always striving to be better. Can always yeah. improve. You know, we we have a little rotation. Yeah, sometimes ourselves with these ads. Yeah, and we have to adjust. That's right. Appropriately, and yeah. I think we do a pretty gosh darn good job. Yeah, you know, I was doing a really great job. Casey Krueger. Oh yeah, we do want to just real quick shout out before we start previewing Houston. Um, yeah, Casey Krueger had her baby boy Caleb. Uh, shout out so to sweet. Caleb John Krueger. That's right, little CJ. I'm also CJ just Kruger. a little bit just like always like ugh the passage of time. It feels like just yesterday she announced announced her pregnancy and now she has a baby and it's so very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to the entire Kruger, Kruger family. family. The extended Red Stars family. I know everyone's right. really excited. Uh, Can't AC wait to Kruger see Caleb at games. Yeah, going to see, see a little Kruger jersey. You know. Love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we're, we're transitioning to talk about this final game and maybe give the pick ahead of previewing Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's going to be another game where multiple players are out. So that includes players who are on maternity leave, like, right. uh, like Casey Kruger, uh, Sarah Waldmo, and and Khalil Watt, among us, amongst others, and um, the players who are unavailable on international duty, so like Nair and Pew and, and BSG, but uh, on the road. Is, this is the last one, though, last weekend without at least the CONCACAF, CONCACAF players. Yeah, so. on the road in this one, but, but you know who Houston is getting back? Yes. Maria Sanchez. Yes, so Maria Sanchez is going to be, we got, we got confirmation from Houston's social media uh, that Maria Sanchez, after Mexico, um, unfortunately did did not make it to the semifinals or final round of Concacaf W. Um, Maria Sanchez is back, and and it was interesting because we did we talked um, I talked to uh, Chris Petroselli and Ava Cook uh, yesterday, and and basically they were just saying that like Houston's a huge unknown right now because they're missing a lot of people. I would assume Sanchez will be right back into the starting 11. They have a brand new coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's just kind of difficult to, to say. I think Chicago has the momentum right after the comeback against North Carolina, but Houston is probably in that way going to be a little bit more um, focused on the result. Houston hasn't been amazing at home this season. Yeah, but um, you know what? I, I just – this might There's be something a about when Chicago plays kind of a, a game, yeah. When Chicago goes on the road to Houston too, these are these are moments where, you know, they they have struggled playing mm-hmm. in that facility. They, yep. you know, whether it's the heat or whatever, it's, you know, it, it time it oftentimes the game turns into like this weird kind of a grinders kind of match. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. I mean, Maria Sanchez is a huge you know asset to have on the Houston Dash side of things, but you know, I'm she also played every damn game. For Mexico 
you yeah. know, and in light of right. so much underperforming going on with that team, she was a player that was constantly trying to deliver and elevate yeah. that team. Uh, so she was putting out a lot of effort in those games. So I'm, I'm curious if, yeah, if she goes, you know, slots right back into that starting 11, uh, is she going to be on a minute restriction of some sort? I don't know. Uh, there's also a, a new player that she's going to get to possibly play with for the first time. And Ebony Salmon. Yeah. How is that going to look like? What's right. the dynamic going to be there? Like right. you said, with the new coach. So I think there's a lot of things on both sides of this of this game where you can, again, you can make a case for, for either side. Mm-hmm. But um, I would love to see a dub, but, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe it goes the way of a draw in some sort as yeah. two, two teams are figuring things out. I think we've also seen um, – I think we've seen teams – Speaking of, like, workload and, and being tired and, and stuff like that, I think that we've seen from week one without – week one, maybe the best way to put it is week one of small rosters to week two of small rosters, now into th- week three of small rosters. We've seen teams get more and more fatigued. I think, like, week one, everyone was like, we're okay. We're, we're doing okay without – um, without uh, the our full roster size. And then week two, you saw things start to, across the league, get a little bit more stretched, a little bit slower. We saw San Diego really, I mean, San Diego in particular, like really struggle with that. Week three, I think it's going to be a lot of like, let's just get through it. And then we can be whole yeah. again. Oh, um, and then the one <clears throat> the one other thing that I, I wanted did want to put in here, it's like not news because it's not news, but um. Uh, I got a little bit of an update on Morgan Gatra as well yeah. yesterday, uh, which it's more of the same, but a little bit better, I think. Um, it, it was, I actually, like, I fully asked her, like, can you please just explain what's going on? Because I yeah. think that a lot of people are trying to figure out why this has taken so long. Because at this point, they're they're hoping that she'll be back at some point in August. So she'll have missed two-thirds of the year, um, which is not what anyone expected after the end of last year. And, and so ultimately, I think it was just a strain in the wrong muscle for recovery, essentially. It's a soleus strain, which that is a muscle on the back of your calf. Um, it's right next to your Achilles. It's right next to your plantar fascia. It's something that you walk on every day. But injuries are very tricky. And, um, and basically, the reason why this has taken so long is not because as an injury it, it takes that long to recover it's that she thought she could come back and then that wasn't true and then thought she could come back and then wasn't true and and so due to returning and setbacks it's turned into this accumulative thing of of many months not being able to play now that was why they ultimately decided to shut her down now they are hopeful that this is the final recovery, that they are in the last yeah. one. Like of after these. they targeted it, like yeah. this is the way to yeah. <laughs> this is the path forward. Yeah. Um hopefully. Fingers fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, so so they're hoping for middle of August. Obviously that would be really great for a playoff push to have her available. Um but yeah, I mean, no, no real news, no real news there. But yeah, um, no, but it's it's important to know because I mean, yeah. we're, we eventually will get an availability report that drops, and right, you know, maybe people will be a little less surprised by that. Um, also, I guess maybe some breaking injury news here: uh, the Dash announcing that uh, midfielder Makame Gomez Stevens is out for the remainder oh, of the season. Yes, I saw. Her Ended up uh, suffering a torn ACL um, again in that match against Orlando. So <sighs> this is a, another piece of their midfield. Uh, gone during a stretch of games, you, you know, again, where all teams in, in the NWSL are missing um, 
some pretty key players. And, yeah. and the midfield has been an area where the Dash have tried to, to work on some things. And going down uh, another player just sort of maybe puts an, another eyeball or two on well, that It makes me wonder. Third. I do wonder if we don't see Sanchez sit back a little bit more if she does play for them. Yeah, curious, curious. Yeah. So it's something to, to pay attention I'm to I'm expecting sure. like a 1-1 maybe, yeah. something like that. Yeah, um, it's going to be – it's going it, to – it's – it's <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting for at the least. We're I think we're have the the makings of something here, perhaps already with sort of who's going to be available and, and who's on what minutes or or not. But again, hopeful it's a dub. Maybe it's going to be another one of those learning experience games. Yeah, it could be. Team. Which is that it's really hard to play soccer when it's really hot outside. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough lesson uh, we've been witnessing actually in the Concacaf Championship as well. To to put it through. To put it through coach speak, um, we actually saw this. I mean, we talked about this with with the U.S. yesterday. Um, it's hard to keep your mental focus oh, yeah. when it's that hot. Oh yeah. And so you're more prone to mental mistakes. And so I think like for the defense, for Emily Boyd, for um, whatever young attackers they have in front of goal, it's about just like staying in the moment, staying focused, and and not letting any sort of that physical frustration get to you because as we know in the NWSL, the other team will, will pounce on that if they can. 100%. That's how the league is, uh, functions and is built sometimes. Um, but hopefully we'll be back here talking about a win. Love to talk about Red Stars wins. Yeah. Let's, uh, wouldn't mind talking about a double-digit undefeated streak. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty to talk cool. About. Uh, so we'll see. It's something that we're going to keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everyone joining yeah, us uh, today. Out. We appreciate you. It feels like we've gone about Oh, we also have. We also so. want to close out here. We should close out with the big announcement. That's right. So after the Houston game. There's another big one coming there's up. There's another big one coming up. And, and they have a weekend off i think they have a little bit of a break um which is great hooray for red stars having a little bit of a break and then the next home game is going to be at soldier field, field. soldier field it's going to be a double header with the fire which as i recall they have not done since 2019 yes 2019 yeah. um and I cannot tell you who. Hold on, this is me. Hold this on. is her checking it out. Uh, we're <laughs> ah, <laughs> we got to get the fans, but we're excited we're about this game because we're gonna have a. Gonna oh, have they're a playing San Diego. Component. That's right. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, San Diego Oave. <laughs> San Diego. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> With Alex Morgan, baby. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be. A fun, fun match. Um, only team Chicago's lost to yet this yeah, season. Yeah, uh, they had that very early yeah. kind of challenge. We'll get talking about lessons. Yep. Uh, had a very early challenging game against uh, San Diego. That's this right. will be the second and final regular series yep. meeting between the two sides until TBD. That's right. Potentially playoffs. Yeah. Right? Um, so we'll see. It's going to be a fun one, man. It is going to be a fun one. And this is exciting, too, because we, one of the things that CHGO really does try to do is do as much um you know we we want to we want to talk to you guys i mean i feel like i haven't been out to a tailgate in a million years in forever um, did you guys go to the Sox tailgate we didn't make to the we did not tailgate. go to the Sox tailgate. that was a fun yeah. one that's why when i heard about yeah, this yesterday i think we were both oh my sick God. but um this is gonna be a lot this of one's fun. gonna be a lot of yeah. fun it's gonna i hopefully a big group i we're gonna see if we can link up with one three four yeah. hang out Come um through. Turn it into a real event because Come this is an through. exciting, exciting opportunity. It's yeah. like Chicago hasn't played in the city 
Is this the first time Chicago will have ever played in the city? Or they did a Soldier Field tailgate like a, a million years ago, I think. One, I think a long, yeah, long so ago. it's been a really long time since you've been able to take the train yeah. and go see a Red Star. There's game, a little bit of time really in between. There's a little bit of time between now and, and July 30th. So yeah, you know, make your plans. Make your plans. One, three, four. Get at us. Yeah. Quite frankly, like if you want to link, yeah, and, and semi plan. Like just let us know. Yeah. Because um, we're very excited about it. Yeah. Um, Come hang. Summertime shy. Yeah, for like, real. Let's, it'll let's be it'll be a good time. It'll be like one of those tailgates where Sandra and I are gonna have to like be like, yeah, we gotta work. We gotta work. We gotta work. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we, like gotta right, work. we gotta yeah. go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That's uh, it'll be good to to, to revisit uh, the tailgate experience for sure. <laughs> for sure. For a Red Star game uh but yeah we're excited about it hopefully we're back next week talking more about uh you know more information about the tailgate uh for that game and uh hopefully we're talking about a red stars win uh thanks everybody for joining us we appreciate y'all so much when you come through and uh, join us on the live hit us with your questions and for all the support if you appreciate the work that we're doing here at chgo we just want to let you know the best way to support CHGO Red Stars is with a CHGO membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get access to the podcast. You get access to shows from uh, that are repping every other Chicago team in, in the city, uh, post-game shows. You'll get access to premium written content about the Red Stars from a girl, Claire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get access to all sorts of merchandise. Uh, a free shirt when you sign up. That's a big one. Uh, we like I the heard, Red Stars. I heard that uh, that that our our friend our friend Daniel the photog he told me that uh, he saw a couple CHGO Red Stars shirts uh, at the game the other Hell day. Yeah. So I was like, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's what I'm baby. talking about. Appreciate that. Look, yep. when you when you get the membership, you get access to the free shirt. That's right, the Red Star shirt. Right. It's just simple, and of course, you also get access to the members only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, link up, link yeah. up with the membership, and you'll get access to everything, and uh, keep supporting CHGO Red Stars. And we'll be with you all next week.